Hey, it's Neville Medora here with the stupid email for Friday, September 3rd, 2021. Now the stupid email of course stands for swipe thought, uplifting picture, interesting and drawing. So let's get started with the swipe. Now, this is an amazing Volkswagen ad that has a very catchy image and headline that makes you fall down the slippery slope. So the slippery slope is basically where an image and a headline cause you to fall down a slope like a slide and then get you to read the copy. So this ad shows a Volkswagen bug, the back of it, and it's lifted up on like a car lift and the, the wheels are crooked. They're kind of like slanted in, like caved in. And then below it, it says, why are the wheels crooked? So this totally hooks you on the slippery slope because it has an interesting image. And then it says, why are the wheels crooked? And part of your brain wants to know why are they crooked? So it gets you down that slippery slope. So I personally caught the curiosity bug on this one and fell down the slippery slope of reading why this car's wheels are crooked. So it did a great job. Great little ad. Um, here's a thought. I've been trying to lose a little extra weight this month. So I signed up to my friend's service, my body tutor. Last time I did it, I got a six pack. So that was kind of neat. Um, and one thing they suggested was that I don't get ravenous before a meal. Now I've never been a breakfast person so much and I've kind of gotten in the habit of just skipping lunch entirely. So I'll literally eat not a single calorie the entire day, like until like eight or nine or 10 PM. And then I just go to town. The problem is, um, if you eat a ton before you sleep, you tend not to sleep as well, right? And so I've been trying to avoid that a little bit, but then if I just go all day without eating, I'm almost fine until night, so I don't feel like eating. So they've told me to stop getting so ravenous so I don't make bad decisions on like overeat, right? Which I totally would do. So I found this little trick. Um, I've been eating carrot chips. Now, I've seen baby carrots before, I've seen carrots, but at Whole Foods one day, I saw this thing called carrot chips, and I was like, what the heck is a carrot chip? And it's literally just plain old carrots sliced into the shape of like a potato chip. So it kind of looks like orange potato chips, but it's literally just carrots, no seasoning, no baking, no, it's just, it's just carrots. And so they're relatively tasty, they're super cheap, they're super low calorie, they get you eating more veggies, and the shape tricks you into thinking you're eating real chips. So I'll take a small bowl, fill it up with carrot chips. So I have like a total of like 15 carrot calories of carrot chips in there. And you can just snack on them. And they make you really full just because the volume of them is large. But carrots, I guess, are, I don't know, mostly water or something. So there's not much uh, uh, calories in them. So you can eat a metric ton of them if you want, which it's even harder to do that. And it gets you really full and kind of sati satiated. So you're not like crazy starving and therefore make that bad decisions when you eat. So I don't know. I thought it's been a, a real lifesaver, actually. It's pretty pretty fun little product. Carrot chips. Who knew? Um, here's something uplifting. Even dogs can write great copy. <laughs> this is a hilarious picture of this dog. And it says uh, on, a, on a note that the owner left, it says, don't break my window. The AC is on and he's listening to the new Post Malone CD. <laughs> this is just kind of funny. Um, but this copy has a clear call to action, which is don't break my window. And then it backs up the call to action with solid reasoning. So the AC is on and two, he's listening to the Post Malone CD. Also, that's just kind of funny. And I thought of sharing it. And it's kind of uplifting and hilarious. Uh, let's get to a picture. So here's a couple of pictures. Um, for an upcoming video, I went out to the real world to examine signage of local businesses. And I kind of noticed these three main factors to check for uh, foot traffic, car traffic and internet traffic. So I'm showing some pictures of different foot traffic restaurants where this is a bar on a busy street and it gets tons of foot traffic. So what they did was they put all the tables right up against the street. Um, one, they probably did it for because the bar is popular. But two, if you see a ton of people sitting and eating and drinking, 
those people are kind of like the, the living advertisement for that bar. And so you can also see that um, on the sidewalk, it says coffee and tacos and beers. So you know that you can get coffee and taco and beer inside of this place. So it did a great job with foot traffic. Then I go on to show some other images of car traffic, like a 7-Eleven that does this great job of telling people that it's now open. And it has basically now open signs everywhere, a bunch of flags to grab attention. And the, the crown jewel is this uh, giant 20-foot inflatable Slurpee on top of the 7-Eleven gas station. It's kind of funny. And then um, there's internet traffic. So internet traffic is important now because people will often type in like restaurant on their phone to see what's around them. And if you're not showing up in those listings, well, you're getting left behind. So get those uh, Google uh, local listings ready to go. So whenever I typed in bar, I found this restaurant nearest me. The first result was a bar with 1200 plus reviews and a very highly updated profile. So anyways, those are some of the pictures and I will be sending out that video next week. We actually went out into the real world and uh, tried to see what we could find. Here is something interesting. So if I had crappy sleep, it's pretty much always because I didn't do one of these things. And I'd call this my BEAN method. I mean, some dumb acronym I just made up, but it's B-E-E-N method. And so it means book, eat early, exertion, and no trace. So what that means is a book, I should have a book to read at night. There is something about just falling asleep to a book that the quality of sleep is much better than with screens. I don't exactly know why it happens. It's just kind of something I've noticed. Um, the eat early thing is I personally love to eat very late. Like I said, like sometimes it'll be like 10 o'clock before I start cooking. And it's pretty clear that this does not help with your sleep. Like just being full and having your body like an overdrive trying to process food while laying horizontally, it's just not great for you. And so eat early. Um, if I eat really late, I'll notice my sleep is not as good. Um, exertion. So I was going to call this exercise. But it just needs to be exertion, actually, I've noticed. You just have to exert yourself in some way. I mean, it could be mentally, but preferably physically. You should have done enough activity where you get exerted at least once in the day. So the days where like, I literally will sit all around and like maybe go for a walk or something, but not get exerted, I just noticed that the sleep isn't good enough. I mean, I'm sure you've noticed if you got really, really exhausted from just going on a trip or something, when you hit the pillow, you're out and you can sleep great. And so I think I should be uh, trying to exert myself at least once a day and whatever it is. And then um, no trace of caffeine or alcohol. So caffeine's fine, alcohol's fine, whatever, but you shouldn't be feeling the effects of it when you fall asleep. So I found this out a long time ago. The, the, the half-life of caffeine in my body personally is roughly 12 hours. I mean, if I drink caffeine at 4 p.m., like clockwork, I'll stay up till minimum 4 a.m. Just every time, every single time. And so I have to know that about myself. So therefore, I have to stop drinking caffeine at like 12 uh, or 1 if I want to go to sleep by midnight or so. And so I basically shouldn't feel buzzed from anything. So if you drink alcohol for dinner or something, don't keep drinking it later on in the night. Um, don't be buzzed when you go to sleep, preferably, because that definitely disturbs your sleep. So anyways, the bean method. That's just my observations I've noticed. Uh, book, eat early, exertion, and no trace. Here is a drawing, and, and this is a drawing that explains the concept of show, don't tell. I tell our members all the time, sometimes it's just better to show, not tell. So obviously we run a thing called a copywriting course. So sometimes people will try to write a lot of copy for something that can just be shown. And in this image, I'm showing a guy trying to explain an elephant. And there's just tons and tons of text trying to describe like the long trunk and tusks that protrude from its face and big ears that are very large as its body, whatever. 
instead of just showing the damn thing, like if you just show someone a picture of the elephant, you're like, okay, I get it. Like you, you don't really have to tell them a lot if you just show it. So here's some examples of how a small amount of text plus visualizations can easily transmit tons of information far better than text ever could. So here's a chart of dog aggression and it's called the dog aggression ladder. And there's a dog running up like this set of stairs. And at the bottom, it says yawning, blinking. And at the top, it says biting. And basically the visualization is that it goes from green to orangey to red. And obviously red means it's biting you and green means it's yawning and blinking and turning its head away from you. So I just thought this was really cool. You can totally understand a dog's behavior just by this simple like Instagram post I saw. Um, here are 21 different AV ports easily visualized. This is something that like if they had to tech, only write in text how to describe some of these ports, it would be impossible. Like it, it'd be like a seven millimeter port encompassed by small teeth with a hexagonal end. Like instead you just show it and it instantly transmits all the information you need. And then here's one more of lower body exercises that are easily visualized. And it basically shows that squats and then it shows like a guy, like a muscle outline of a guy. And in red, it highlights the, the, the quads, whatever you call them, whatever squats works out, the big muscle in your leg. Um, and then if you do deadlifts, it shows like the back of, of that. And then if you do hip thrust, it shows that the butt is being worked out. It's just a really easy thing. And so I actually never knew sometimes like what some of these workouts are actually working out. Like, why am I doing this? And then this easily shows it. And I thought that was a great combination of text and image, images and visualization. So if you're writing something that's just not clicking and you're like, uh, how do I describe this? Is there perhaps a way to just visualize the thing? So I hope you enjoyed these tidbits and that you have a really happy Friday. Um, it's been a pretty good week over here. In fact, uh, in our own little uh, members area, we've got quite a bit of activity in case you don't know. Um, our members area is basically like free copywriting consulting, right? So the whole reason I got into copywriting was because so many people would ask me about AppSumo emails and how I did it. And they would say, Neville, can you just look at a page for me? And so I would do that and I started doing consulting and then it got too much and I had to scale it back to just one or two times a week because there was too many people and I had other things to do. So we made this kind of members forum and I've been calling it like a forum or a community, but really what it is, is you go and post something. So whether it be a sales page, whether it be a pricing section, whether you just need advice on a web page or a pamphlet or a Facebook ad and myself and other professional copywriters and also other professionals inside the community will go through and review your copy. And the cool thing about this is you get to see people post from scratch what they were doing and then you get to see the revisions people made and then you get to see it all come together and you get to hear the results. So for example, uh, Pete in our community recently, he has, a, he has a eulogy writing service. So if there's a funeral and you don't know what to write and you're distraught about a death in the family or something, has a writing service for people experiencing this. And he'll sit with them and write. And so he showed us his page and we were instantly like, whoa, there's just way too many pricing things. There was like six or seven different packages people could buy and each one had different features of it. And one featured a little bit of a, you get a call, but then also a template. And you're just like, I was looking at it. And I was like, what the hell do I buy here? I have no idea. And so I gave him that feedback. And just remember on your own pages, sometimes you see them over and over and over. You can't, you're like in the box. You can't actually give good feedback on your own pages. Like I like look at my own sales page. I've seen it a thousand times. It's hard to look at it and, and give feedback. So with Pete's stuff, 
I was instantly like, I don't know what this pricing means. And he was like, well, it means this, 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 but I know what you mean. Like, this is just way too cluttered and too weird. And so he put it down to a low priced, medium priced, and high priced offer that was very, very, very clear. And the results is he started getting more sales from that page. And that's what we're doing in our members forum community can it review. So it's unlimited copy consulting. And then also we get on, uh, you know, we get on live calls and actually record these things too uh, with people live and improve their businesses live and go for growth. So if you ever want to check that out, uh, check that out. That's what we've been doing uh, this week. And uh, I think uh, September is going to be kind of a pretty fun month inside the forum. So hopefully you go there, copywritingcourse.com slash join, check it out. You can see how much activity is going on inside. And so it is say like 42 posts one day, 67 posts one day, 6,000 words one day, 17,000 words one day. What that means is all those people just getting reviews and improving upon their copy. So hope you like it. My name is Neville Medora. I will talk to you later. Have a happy Friday.